0: Hello, this is your host, Helen, and welcome to today's episode of Asian Bitches Down Under. It's such a great opportunity for me to speak to two amazing artists, EJ Sun and Min Won today, who are both amongst the six finalists in the 2023 New South Wales Visual Arts Emerging Fellowship. They will have the chance to receive funding and mentorship support value at $30,000 and will have their work exhibited at uh, Works in Sydney from Thursday 27th of July to uh, Sunday 27th of August. So the New South Wales Visual Arts Emerging Fellowship is a part of the suite of Create New South Wales Creative Leadership and Fellowship programs. The objective of this fellowship, delivered with the curatorial and exhibition support of art space, is to support New South Wales Visual Arts practitioners in the in the early stages of their career to challenge and expand their practice. So without further ado, I would like to welcome EJ and me. Yay! Thank you for joining me today at our podcast. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of excitement surrounding the exhibition and the fellowship. Um, could we start with you uh, perhaps telling us about yourself, your background? Where you grew up and what sorts of work have you done in the recent years? Who would like to start?
1: Me? Me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Can you say that again? Uh, My background, Hmm. where I grew up. I I grew up in Sydney over uh, uh, near Chatswood, Forestville. Um, And uh, my my cultural background is my father is uh, Chinese and my mother was um, Anglo, uh, what uh, English, and um, I, uh, what what were the other questions, sorry? Oh, <laughs> my background. A, yeah, what
0: sort of work have you done in the what are,
1: uh, yeah. show yourself so off. I,
2: uh, huh? Show, show yourself off.
1: Yes, show <laughs> <yourself> off, yes. <laughs> it's your <too laughs> elevator. <elementary>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you keep cutting out. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Here's it's too close. close. better put your head right in there. Okay, sorry. So last year, I was in the uh, Adelaide Biennale of Australian Art. That, show, that was at the Art Gallery of South Australia. I was one of the participating artists there. And I also had a uh, solo show with another international artist called Shana Moulton, who... Um, it's the international pairing for, that happens annually at Cement Fondue. So, those were really big exhibitions for me where I got to make really large installations and, and works that were immersive and um, had components of sound and um, lighting, as well as large sculptural works. And um, I was lucky to be out to be funded by that in order to make these works otherwise my work is really quite expensive to fabricate so um i i kind of need funding in order to uh re- realize you know the full capacity of a large uh, solar installation mm-hmm. yeah. that's my reason
0: uh ej let's start with you <laughs>
2: um my uh I migrated to Australia from Korea when I was eight uh um and yeah okay questions I'm blanked out as well um yeah I uh make teddy bears right now and I also make uh I um had the opportunity to make my teddy into a six meter figure with Doug mofo um yeah that was pretty crazy uh, yeah
0: <laughs> um, I would like to know was art creation your first choice of career as in did you always grow up loving doing arts production um or did you had any other you know pathway which to right. um being the
2: artist I mean I always wanted to be an artist but I I said this in another interview but um, in primary school in Korea they asked me to draw what I wanted to become when I grew up and I drew an artist uh, and I brought it home to show my parents and my dad was outraged saying you're not an artist you'll be broke you know it's hopeless no way you're gonna become a dentist so I remember him rubbing it out and making me redraw it Um, and I think from that experience, my whole identity and attitude, attitude towards life, has been in spite of my father. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, I was, yeah, I'm really thankful that he opposed with everything I wanted to do because that just made me fight harder and stronger. And anytime time someone can't do that, it makes me want to pursue it even more. <laughs> so I love it.
0: Very <laughs> <So> rebellious.
2: Big sis. <laughs> I think to be quite self-destructive, as Min knows. <laughs> no. How
1: about you, Min? Uh, I probably had similar experience. I um, well, I well, yeah, I've always loved art, and I wanted to go to art school. But then I did the safety way home to my father. My father said, mm. uh, "Don't do." Uh, well, you should be. A, first of all, it's like you should be a doctor because you've got really good grades. So that was number one, and then. I was like, that's never going to happen because he comes from a science background. And um, and then he kind of, no, he coerced me into doing, I, I met him halfway, I guess, and I did uh, a graphic design. So I did a Bachelor of Design. Yes. And then, um, yeah, and then kind of fell into art after that. But working as an exhibition designer at institutions and working for a lot of artists, Uh, before I fully decided to, you know, give away uh, money to be an artist, I guess. But, um, yeah, I think the pressure is a lot with Asian fathers or Asian parents in general. And I I had the same conversation with one of my students uh, um, yesterday, like first years, and they they did this sculptural work and uh, they talked about the... Pressure. it was more the pressure of her mom was telling her how fat she was all the time and so she made this work out of this great sculptural work out of um, all the uh, I guess junk, she called it like Asian junk food which was the uh, you know two minute noodle kind of yeah but everyone there was a lot of um, students in the classroom nodding their head <laughs> and it was yeah so really similar, I think it's quite a similar, um, common experience.
0: Um, um, my next question for both of you, um, I think Min has kind of touched on that, is um, where do you find your inspirations uh, for your art pieces? Where does your inspiration come from? And
1: yeah, um, EJ? <laughs> um, I think uh, I
2: make work based upon things that I'm trying to uh, organize my feelings around or process. I think by making the work is a part of, is a way of making sense around it. Yeah. So anything that makes me uncomfortable triggers me to a degree. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a comment someone's made or um, a desire that I have, a need that I have. It's um very self orientated, but I do think that it's a universal experience, whatever um are you know, concerned of. Um,
0: yeah. Mm. How about you? Finn? Where did you get
1: uh where sorry uh, well I get inspired from yeah, the every just living in general being a human being in this world and um probably similar to ej in that way a response to and uh, and for me uh, trying to understand um the way we yeah uh, how we feel how we sit sit in and navigate this world and i think i have always been from a long time now looking for something other than this physical plane this like the simple reality that uh, gets kind of thrown down our, you know, that gets kind of um, forced upon us by media and capitalism and, um, you know, the mainstream culture. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I have that kind of seeker mentality of seeking out other ways and other ways of thinking and other ways of, and perceptions of looking at the world because I don't, I really don't believe that uh, you. you should believe anything you should go out there and find it for yourself so I think art is just a really uh, interesting and you know easy yet difficult way to kind of unpack those things.
0: Yeah I totally agree with that that's what I will say. Um, I like to think that arts connects people and having art created by people from different backgrounds not only broadens perspective but also can help others to see things through different lenses so perhaps in your own words what roles uh does the artist have in society particularly in relation to cultural diversity for you coming from you know different cultural backgrounds what roles do you think that you have for the society who would like to answer that question.
2: oh okay ej, EJ? Um, well i kind of don't like that question Hmm. Only because this whole idea of role as an artist kind of puts us in a box that we're trying to very escape from. And in a way, it's like pretty heavy. The fact that we need to be accountable for like, you know, I feel like we need to be like, we're gonna save the world, be the best example. And what does that even mean? I'm not sure if I want to be a good example. I'm not sure if I want to be um, Mother Teresa, you know? Um, Sorry, you can hear that I have a lot of frustrations about this, because I don't know. um, Because in a way, this ethical dilemma of trying to be a good artist or serve some sort of a bigger purpose kind of. It makes you perform and I think you lose touch with your authenticity um, and in a way, a lot of creativity comes from suffering. I'm not so cliche. I hate the suffering artist trope, but I think it comes from a pretty dark place and artists are pretty chaotic um, uh, yeah they're not necessarily leaders they're not going to figure out an answer for you if anything by being very authentically human and kind of messing up and um, destroying themselves or things around them it's a bit of an example that people can project themselves onto mm-hmm. and maybe that's why that's the role um just being as human as possible or being quite um, transparent about our flaws through exploring that um yeah but representation is very important because honestly I think that's why I want to be as messy as I can be um whatever um I want to be because to be honest my goal in life is to be the version of an individual I needed I would have liked to see have seen when I was a kid um yeah like sorry not sorry attitude to the bone, you know because i grew up saying a lot of sorries, and i wasn't even that sorry but i felt like i needed to be um so yes yes
0: very unapologetically um how about you me
1: yeah i i, I similarly feel the same i think I, I don't uh it's a it's a strange question that other people ask who are not artists and um yeah and it's, it is like this high expectation move. I don't really think of it like that. I probably like, I agree with EJ and, um, for me, when I make art, it's just about having a conversation with the world with through your vulnerabilities. And I, I mean, I guess, you know, that it's really hard to show work because it is from yourself. It comes, it comes from yourself, although it might, you know, be about broader topics, but, um, yeah, that vulnerability to do that is um, scary, but exhilarating at the same time and um, and chaotic and everything and really messy. And yeah, it, and I, I think the best thing about being an artist, hopefully, is that you can just do whatever you want and no one can tell you not to. Like, and even if they do, you They're can like,
2: hey, I, that, I, Oh, I love all the professional in the perfume. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have so much to say about like this whole like not like doing whatever we want to do, uh, but not being able to do that. And you know, you know, how there's this whole news about um, artists now being workers. Have you? How do you guys feel about that? I'm not sure if I want to. Well, be a I
1: guess well i guess it's an industry right that's where it's a business and so there is this thing that you are like squeezed into and you're molded out of and some people are really happy to do that and some artists sit outside of it and artists are like there's no one way to be an artist and i think um there is so many different ways to do that and i think as you grow in your practice, and, and also understand yourself, and understand a bit of the system, because it's a system that uh, you can choose to sit wherever you want, and um, you know. But and you can choose to fight really hard, or you know, you know. It's 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 like I think it's just life in general, to be honest. It's so like, it's like a little macrocosm, and but you know, you you are the same person being an artist as you are being the person in this world. Um, it's just that probably, I mean, a lot of the time, I think people who don't uh, or uh, understand art or I feel intimidated, like people who aren't in the in it, I uh, have weird, really weird perceptions of who we are, um, and, and I always get kind of stereotyped every time I meet someone new, and, they, and I go, "So I'm an artist," and then they kind of, yeah, stereotype me into this weird. Um, Box that doesn't even make sense, that it's like a cartoon character or something, or um, yeah, mm. so it's a dilemma, but it's okay. I don't know, I wouldn't want to be anything else because you know that's what you, that you're about. About.
0: yeah. Um, my final question, um, I don't want you to frame it as being stereotyped, but um, we usually will ask our guests this kind of question is that. Um, what sort of challenges do you consider um, people of color artists face, and for yourself, if you had any bad experience, um, how do you overcome them? DJ, oh,
2: Me? um, yeah. um, I mean, one thing about being um, a non-white person is that um, when um when people see you, they don't- you as an individual or EJ, but um they see you as this as the Korean person or the Korean chick or, or whatever. And um I forget about that a lot because when they go, Oh, where are you from? I'm like, Oh shit, I'm Asian, I forgot about that. Right, <laughs> um, Korean they're like, We're from Korea. I'm like, on like you're gonna know, but we will continue this very boring conversation. Sure, I can talk about your Scottish roots if you like, you know. That might be more entertaining for me. Um Yeah, apart from that small talk, um, I don't know, these days it's a good time to be a PRC, not gonna lie. I mean, out of six finalists, damn, this is a good time. So um, it's a new age, 2023, it's only gonna be Asian, Asian invasion. I'm kidding, sorry, I should. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, let's go. I think so. Um so, Yeah, anyway, so I don't spicy. I'm like, I'm happy to be, um, you know, POC right now. Um, yeah. I don't really receive, um, you know, fetishes anymore. Um, like yellow fever. I think how I present myself or carry myself is quite intimidating for a lot of men. Um, yeah. So that's kind of refreshing too. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you it's, I think we're thriving these days. I don't know. It's, um, yeah. Nice. Our visit is very different a couple of years ago, though. So mm-hmm.
0: I think we have made yeah. great progress in the past few years, and it uh, thanks Back all the Asians out there, you know, making a great deal out of doing the you know, representation. What about you, Min? <laughs> um, we spoke a little bit before uh, recording about being biracial. <laughs> Maybe you can touch a bit on that.
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of have the same thing when people say ask me my what net like where am i from kind of thing and uh that thing of being biracial or mixed um because i never really because you're just walking down the road and you're not thinking about it really and i mean previously oh. of there was like headbutt yourself <laughs> um yeah i get you know previously before it was a big thing but yeah i it is good to be uh a person of color uh now which is fantastic um yeah but i mean it still comes up i can still it, I, I feel like it's that uh probably generational thing now with the parents that is very ingrained and there's still this high expectation and my you know my dad's famous thing is like no matter how hot like whatever i do i love my father he's amazing really supportive and gets me now as an artist and buddy every time you know I sell him something that I've done he's got he just goes well you know you can just try harder me <laughs> and I'm Like yeah. it is this expectation that he's really ingrained and um oh, yeah <laughs> but other yeah other than that I don't yeah, I don't really think about it that much. And I don't it's not it's not a, a huge focus in my practice either. It like I it, my work comes from there, of course, mm-hmm. and it's foundational, but um I don't it's very oblique and it's very yeah, it's not it's not direct at all and but you know I think about my culture inherently all the time, but um yeah. I'm probably like the Sorry. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Did you used to make work? Um. Like in the beginning
2: of years, I guess. Did you make work about your um cultural identity?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and so yeah. yeah. Huh. It's like you gotta
2: get it out of your system first. Mm-hmm. And then after yeah. Totally. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I went. I went to, because I can't speak Chinese, and I was mm-hmm. never taught. And so I went did a residency overseas in China. And I was like, wow, this is a very long time ago. And I was like, wow, I'm going to find who I am because I'm so, you know, in the middle and I'm not sure where I am. And uh, they just really snobbed me the Chinese because I didn't speak Chinese and were really, um, yeah, treated me very second class. <laughs> and so then I realized I'm neither that and i you know i grew up in australia so of course i am australian but i don't have blonde hair and blue eyes and you know so yeah but that that is always interesting and but i you know oh one thing i'll say is we live in sydney so it's really multicultural but when i lived in adelaide it was very white mm-hmm. and i really noticed it actually and i i lived near the beach and i was really um there was hardly any Asian people or people of colour at all. There was some First Nation people, but yeah, I couldn't believe how white it was, and I was really. Um, there was pockets of Vietnamese, and but not near, near where I lived, and and there was yeah a lot of racism. But um, yeah, Sydney, you are kind of we were really lucky. But as soon as you travel to different places. Yeah. Like, you know, country, Australia, it, it's really noticeable, even Bondi, actually, I go to Bondi, I go, where are all Asian people, <laughs> like, where are all, of... yeah, the different other colour, you know, people of colour there, but um, I do,
2: I yeah. do notice
1: it, definitely, and I do notice the uh, different attitude, I mean, we live, you know, in the West, so it's very inclusive in that way, and
0: um, yeah, Yeah, I love how um, EJ say about the first thing that you create is something that you need to get it out of your system. I think that's very similar to a lot of writers as well. A lot of writers, their first published novel will be very, you know that it's a novel, it's a fictional novel, but when they're, you know, talking about it, they will say that, oh, this is I'm referring to my life, you know. Perhaps some trauma in my childhood, or something that I experienced through. So I guess it's quite essential to get out, of, get it out of your system, and then perhaps move on to the next creativity pathway.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's-
0: So finally, I truly will wish you the best with your your future endeavors, and hopefully to see your work at the exhibition at Carriage Works. Um, So thank you so much, Min and EJ, for speaking with me today and share your insights with your work today. Um, So thank you again.
1: Thank Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye.